RT8K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Another unvaccinated toddler is in intensive care after contracting COVID as the government moves to boost the vaccination rate amongst children. 48-year-old man jailed over the notorious Hello Kitty case is sentenced to 12 months in prison for indecently assaulting a 10-year-old girl. And Beijing denounces a visit to Taipei by a US congressional delegation. Health officials have announced that one more toddler has been sent into intensive care after contracting COVID. Hospital Authority Chief Manager Lau Ka-hin said the boy, aged two years and three months, had not been vaccinated. He said he developed flu symptoms and a fever last Friday, but started suffering symptoms and shortness of breath this morning when he was rushed to hospital. His difficulty in breathing continued to worsen, and then he um, presented with croup, and intubation was required to assess his breathing. He is now in the pediatric ICU of Princess Margaret Hospital in critical condition. We appeal to parents once again to not hesitate. Take your children to get vaccinated to enhance protection as soon as possible. Vaccination against COVID-19 is the most effective way to prevent serious conditions and fatalities. Hong Kong reported 4,699 new local infections today, four more COVID-related deaths. There are also 197 imported coronavirus cases. The government is setting up more COVID vaccine outreach services for kindergartens and daycare centres to boost the vaccination rate. Secretary for the Civil Service Ingrid Young says she hopes more young children will get inoculated in the new academic year. Right now we have more than 3,000 infants who have got vaccinated. I hope the pace will quicken, but I'm confident that as school opens, as many more schools organize outreach services for their students, and as parents become more aware of the benefit of having the vaccination, the percentage will go up. A 48-year-old man has been jailed for 12 months for indecently assaulting a 10-year-old girl. He previously served an 18-year sentence for manslaughter, as Altis Wong reports. The defendant, Leung Sheng Cho, claimed that he was massaging his friend's daughter last December when he sneaked his hand under the girl's clothes and touched her breast at his home in Tin Shui Wai. In sentencing, West Kowloon magistrate Jeffrey Z said any sane person would consider his action to be indecent and that he had taken advantage of the girl's trust. He said Leung's key arguments were unreasonable and conflicting, while the victim was a reliable and honest witness who didn't waver under questioning. The magistrate said he passed the sentence having taken into consideration the level of public anger the case attracted and the need to protect children from harm. Leung was one of three people sentenced to live imprisonment over a manslaughter case in 1999 in which the skull of the victim was found stuffed inside a big Hello Kitty doll. He won an appeal against that punishment and was instead given an 18-year prison term. A former Liberal Studies teacher has been sentenced to nine months in prison for taking part in an illegal assembly at the start of the social unrest three years ago. Eastern Court heard that Yung Si Chun took part in the protests against the proposed changes to Hong Kong's extradition laws outside government headquarters in Admiralty in 2019. Beijing has denounced a visit to Taipei by a U.S. congressional delegation, with the People's Liberation Army saying it has organized fresh military drills around Taiwan. Foreign Ministry spokesman Wang Wenbin also spoke out against the trip. 
China urges the United States to abide by the One China principle and the three joint China-U.S. communiques and handle the Taiwan question carefully, and to stop fudging, hollowing out and distorting the One China principle and going down the wrong track. The UK's drug regulator says it has approved an updated Moderna COVID vaccine. It targets the highly contagious Omicron variant as well as the original version of the virus. In a statement, the Medicine and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency said it had approved the vaccine for adult booster doses. Now the weather mainly cloudy, a few showers and thunderstorms tomorrow. Showers will increase later. Temperatures will range between 27 and 31 degrees. Light winds becoming moderate to easterlies later tomorrow, fresh offshore. The outlook, occasional showers and thunderstorms on Wednesday. Still a few showers on Thursday. Temperatures currently 29 degrees. Humidity is 80%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Consumer Council has urged manufacturers to improve labelling for face masks after it found some products fell short of filtration claims. The council tested 30 coloured or patterned face masks and found that the particle filtration efficiency for 60% of the products was lower than what was being advertised. In six samples, the bio-burden levels, or microorganisms on the surface, exceeded European standards. Nora Tam of the Council explained why this is worrying. It's very, very unsatisfactory and disappointing. We need to wear masks for a long time, and in all cases, almost. And they're so close to our face. Therefore, if they have the existence of the bacterial count, that means it's not hygienic and it's not safe. And they will affect our skin and may cause skin problems. And if a person is having the weak immune system, they need to pay extra attention on that because that means they might be suffered because of, by the bacterial contamination. Separately, the council has warned of a large variation in quality and safety standard of cooking blenders on the market. It said among 12 products it tested, five had safety hazards such as overheating. The council's Nora Tam reminded shoppers to be careful. It is very important when you try to purchase this device. You cannot just purely say the product claims rotational speed because a lot of people will say you will take faster, they will blend the food much better, finer and so on. That's not the only one consideration. You have to compare different cooking capacity and functions. And also depends on your family size and how much you want to cook. And so you select a model that based on your family size and cooking function in addition to the rotational speed. Construction Industry Council says it hopes to provide training for thousands of people as demand for manpower goes up. It says the increased demand comes from the government's goal to build more housing and that construction expenditure will increase by 30% to over $300 billion in the coming decade. Council's Executive Director Albert Chang says using innovative construction methods is the best way of dealing with a labour shortage in future. We have to adopt more technologies in our construction projects to minimize the manpower demand. For instance, in the building sectors, CIC has been promoting since a few years ago about the adoption of the high productivity constructions like the MIC. And we have successful cases already for the InnoCell project in the Science Park. It really reduced quite a lot of manpower requirement on site. This kind of high productivity construction must be the way out in the future. Police said they arrested a man for allegedly carrying a knife into West Kowloon Magistrates' courts this morning. Officers say security guards found the 18-centimetre-long weapon in, in his ba- as his bag was being screened by an X-ray machine. 
The 39-year-old man has been detained on suspicion of possessing an offensive weapon. A 17-year-old has fallen to his death in Chimsa Choi with local reports saying he may have been trying to do an extreme version of a sport known as parkour. Police say they received a report at about 3pm that someone had fallen from height onto the podium of Chimsai Choi Mansion on Lock Road. Teenager was declared dead at the scene. The government says its campaign to clean up Hong Kong will continue until at least 2024. But hopefully it won't need to last forever if people stop littering. The official in charge of the campaign also reiterated that fines for littering and dumping are under review. Maggie Ho has the details. The first phase of the citywide cleanup dubbed the Hong Kong New Cityscape campaign was launched on Sunday with the goal of tackling more than 600 black spots. Speaking to RTHK the day after, Deputy Chief Secretary Warner Chug, who's overseeing the campaign, said some of the locations that have been identified are back alleys, which he said have become dumping grounds for all sorts of rubbish, including abandoned vehicles and broken signs. He said all of this needs to be cleared away. We will do this for the remainder of the year, next year, and the year after that. But will we have to continue forever? In fact, I hope not. I hope that after a year or two, when the overall environment improves, people will get used to a clean city and will then stop the bad habits. Mr. Chuck said the government will look at increasing the $1,500 penalty for littering and introduce a hefty fine for people who abandon cars or motorcycles. But speaking on the same program, DAB lawmaker Vincent Chang said the government also has to solve what he called the old, big and difficult problem of the unclear responsibilities of different government departments. Can the government set up a standard working mechanism this time round so each department will follow through a case? If a certain department is working on it, then complete the entire task. Don't say... The next block or the next two units are not our duty. A Chunwan district councillor, Man Yu Ming, said the government has to do more to control rodents in public housing. The Housing Authority has approved a proposed public housing rent increase of 1.17%. Adjustments set to take effect from the start of October follows a once-every-two-year rent review that tracks household income. Each household will have to pay 5 to $66 more a month, but the authority will waive the extra rent for 12 months after considering the potential burden on tenants because of the pandemic. A court in military-ruled Myanmar has sentenced the country's ousted leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, to six more years in prison after finding her guilty of four corruption charges. The Suu Kyi denied all the charges, the BBC's Jonathan Head reports. As with all the other cases Myanmar's military rulers have filed against Aung San Suu Kyi, there was little in this trial that conformed to any internationally accepted standards of justice. It was held in secret, inside a prison compound in the capital Nepidor, where Ms Suu Kyi is now being detained, and no one attending it is allowed to make any details of the proceedings public. She was convicted of abusing her power in the use of land for charities that she founded and sentenced to six years in prison in addition to the 11 years she's already been given in earlier trials. Reports from Ukraine suggest the local headquarters of a private military force loyal to Moscow has been hit by an artillery attack and possibly destroyed. The Wagner Group has been supporting Russian troops in the east of the country. The BBC's Paul Moss reports. 
In 2014, the members of the Wagner Group are first thought to have shown up in Ukraine, supporting Russia's invasion and occupation of Crimea. But they've been more active since Russia launched its broader attack on the country this year. Now, both pro-Russian and Ukrainian sources say that Wagner's local headquarters in Popasna has been destroyed, apparently after a Russian journalist inadvertently revealed its location in an online post. French authorities have opened an investigation into the former Prime Minister of the Czech Republic, Andrei Babish, for corruption. French prosecutors say they are looking at how he paid for a French chateau said to be worth $22 million. Sport and football, and in the English Premier League, title contenders Chelsea and Tottenham split the points after Harry Kane scored for Spurs deep into stoppage time. It finished 2-2 at Stamford Bridge as both managers were sent off. More from the BBC's John Murray. In the West London heat, things boiled over after Tottenham snatched an equaliser in the sixth minute of added time through Harry Kane's deflected header. As then both coaches, Thomas Tuchel and Antonio Conte, were shown red cards after they confronted and scuffled with one another on the final whistle. Chelsea had controlled it for the most part, led twice in the match through goals from Koulibaly and James, but tempers flared after Hoybier for Tottenham made it 1-1. That led to the first coach's flashpoint. Then Tuchel sprinted past Conte down the touchline after Chelsea scored their second, and Chelsea were aggrieved that Kukurea had his hair pulled before the ultimate equaliser. For Tottenham, certainly, it was a fortunate point gained. Kane's effective effort ultimately won a point for Spurs. The England striker says getting the ball over the goal line is all that matters. No, it was a, a nice flick on there at the end and obviously it took a little deflection to go in, but I'm pretty sure it's going in anyway. But uh, it doesn't matter. The most important thing, we've got, we got a point out of the game. It wasn't our greatest game for sure, but uh, we've dug deep until the end and uh, come away with a point in, which has been a tough place for us over the years. Nottingham Forest beat West Ham as top flight football returned to the city ground for the first time in 23 years. Nigeria's Taiwo Awani scored the game's only goal, while Forest keeper Dean Henderson stopped a Declan Rice penalty. Awani thanked the fans for their support. I'm really happy about the goal because uh, the most important thing for me is just for the team to win and for the ball to go inside the net, which is what just happened. To be honest, we must say a very big thank you to the fans because from the beginning of the game to the end, they are all behind the team and you can see it's what keeps the whole team going to the last whistle. Reminder of our top story tonight, never vaccinated toddler is in intensive care after contracting COVID as the government moves to boost the vaccination rate amongst children. 48-year-old man jailed over the notorious Hello Kitty case is sentenced to 12 months in prison for indecently assaulting a 10-year-old girl and Beijing denounces a visit to Taipei by a US congressional delegation. News from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
I played all my cards And that's what you've done too Nothing more to say No more race to play The winner takes it all The loser standing small Beside the victory Shake my hand I apologize If it makes you feel bad Seeing me so tense No self-confidence But you see The winner takes it on Is that a bit too noisy for a Monday? Am I putting you off your Ovaltine or something? <laughs> Somebody always says, oh, your music's...